Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of the Bottom Bash Bunch. I'm your host, Stinger, and today I'm joined by my usual het gamers, nerds, boffins, however you want to describe them. So tonight I'm joined by Winsel. I'm the Harry Hill of Gaming. Uh-huh. And Golding. Hiya. And Dr. Zombie. Good evening. They're taking, they still haven't taken your PhD rating yet. No. Still arriving. Still, still, uh, still post COVID and all that, you know. Uh, medical degrees aren't, aren't what they used to be anymore. Uh, right. <laughs> I'm sure you could write out your own degree if you want, print it out at home. And yeah. There you go. You, you, you what I've done. got a doctor. <laughs> That's fair enough. And your stethoscope. Can you hear through this? Yes. Congratulations. Go save this woman's life. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo. Is that, I said to me, a doctor. Yes, I'm a doctor. Of what? Of engineering? Of- <laughs> I'm a doctor, not a doctor, man. <laughs> uh, we're going off t- uh, off script again. Right. That's Let's normal. get back on it. So, of course, we, of course we went off script. We don't have one. <laughs> we try to keep it structured as much as we can, but... <laughs> well, we, we, we have a title, but it does tend to vary on if we talk about that title. <laughs> Well, it usually says button bash once and it says next line, yes. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yes. Anyway, so we've been missing for... It's been more than a week now, isn't it? So, would, would you like to explain to our listeners why? <laughs> no, not really. I don't want to explain how I put a car in a ditch and how to put an episode back a week, so... <laughs> that's fine. And the previous episode was... Yeah, broken. Yeah, I, I, I'm not blaming myself for the previous episode. That's Dan's technology. Oh, well. Screw the internet. It anyway. Happens. <laughs> it happens, doesn't it? It's all right. Yeah. One minute you do alive. a really good episode reminiscing about the past. Next thing you know, it only give you five minutes of it. Yeah, that was, really, that was a really good episode. It was. Uh, it was. But we will redo it. it. On, uh, we will redo shame. it. Yeah, it was on peripherals, so look forward to that. Hopefully getting recorded at some point. Yeah, we're going to come back to it. The idea being is we'll give it a few weeks so we've all forgotten about it. Mm-hmm. And then when we do it again, it'll be all fresh. <laughs> Either that or we'll get Alzheimer's or something like that. I don't yeah. know. Oh, or we can all just listen, apart from you, Stinger, to our previous recording. And be oh, like, that would be great. Oh, yeah. Why don't we uh, just keep ours and Stinger reacts to his? <laughs> yeah. well, that That's great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, but I could say one thing and you reacted to something completely different. I was just like, clearly I did not say that. <laughs> yeah. I'd be interested in with the race controller. It's brought up. Mm. Yeah, anyway. You know what one that is. I can't remember. <laughs> it's been a anyway. What one would I be bringing up? The Res controller. Like, what one was the most really of the controllers? <laughs> I, I just remember the big. Yeah, I remember the, the big blue one. <laughs> oh no, that's not the Res controller. Is it not? Oh, okay, no. I'm thinking of something else. Then. The one's the one that vibrates. Oh, oh no! Yeah, yeah, that was pretty forgettable. I mean, design wise, that was the woman's Wait, favorite. No, <laughs> Like it's it's not the first one I thought of. I just I remember thinking about the <laughs> the huge one that Intel built. That's what I was thinking about. Oh yeah, is that the one that was the upside down controller? Or it's, I don't know. It looks like it should be like for uh, Microsoft Fight Simulator ninety ninety nine or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we forgot plenty. Like we forgot the uh, Steel Battalion one as well. Oh yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> this, this I remember that. It's not about peripherals. Like, ah! 
We're not talking about peripherals, right? We haven't even talked about what we paid, so... Uh, uh, just peripherals. Yeah, because we've gone off to- topic so much again, Golding, you go first. Oh, well, me playing? first. They'll always throw me the D. What have I been playing? What have I been playing? Um, um, and who you've been playing uh, with? What I've been playing with? Um, uh, you. Um, okay. <laughs> do, no, do you know what? I haven't because one reason why I not really played much. Obviously, in the week I struggle anyway. But we actually we all met each other, didn't we? Um, last weekend, where we all got to like play with each other and and, and things. <laughs> and uh, I even I even offer, offered you a lift. I even offered Doctor me, uh, a, a, you know, a sleep in my uh, hotel room, but he didn't want to stay. <laughs> you know, I think he was afraid I might rape him or something. No, I'm just a heartbreaker. <laughs> heart. I'm just a heartbreaker by uh, nature. That's why I became a doctor, so he could break hearts. Mm-hmm. That's it, yeah. Could repair them. Yeah, because he's a harmacist. But, um, <laughs> no, other than that, was it? I popped onto the switch oh, pretty much and just had a, 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 a bit of ring fit. You know, I like to keep my ring fit. So, uh, of course, that's that's pretty much it, actually. Yeah, because I'm redoing a bit of the house, I've not had a chance, which I need to finish and sort out because in two weeks' time, we have the 24 hour stream. Holy shit. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Only two weeks. Yeah. So that's me. Quite you guys still you guys yeah. still haven't been trained in D D. <laughs> no, oh, no. we'll wing it. So well, we're talking. <laughs> we, well, well, we have had a message to see if we want to do it after this uh, Winsoul. So if you're interested, we ping people yeah. and do it after do this. We'll get it sorted. So, but that's me anyway. Yeah, so quite simple. Just been keeping my ring quite fit, and uh, that's it. Yeah. Okay. It's been playing the game of life. At least yeah. it's been succeeding so far, hasn't it? Or what? My game of life. Yeah. Uh, succeeding in what way? Well, you've had more success than I have. So. <laughs> well, that's only because I uh, didn't drive my car into anything. Yeah, that was fun. I going around the corner, and the car started drifting one way. It's like, oh, hang on, is it? Caught it, and then it drifted the other way. It's just like, no, that's too much. Then did a full one eighty. I was just like, oh shit. And backwards into a ditch. That was the annoying part. The annoying part was I had to find my way all the way up to a hotel, which was two hours away. Then the very next day, I had to go take two buses and the journey took uh, about five hours to get to the garage to where my car was. Wow. Yeah. Then I had to stay overnight again because there wasn't another ferry. So, well, there was meant to be another ferry, but the weather was that crap. They just said, yeah, we're not going to tell on it. It's like, Why? Just put so, some sails on it. That was an expensive it's, weekend it's, for you. Fine sails. <laughs> Hell, I'll put uh, one of those rubber dinghies around my car and just sail it back. That'll do. <laughs> nah, well, it was it? Well, the weekend was fine. It just was more expensive than it was originally planned. That was all. <laughs> yeah, an extra hotel and half a car lost. So the car's still running. Okay, it's not. You know, there's a noisy bearing in that, but apart from that, it runs fine. Um, it's just got a, a bit of minor bodywork damage, and that's it. It could have been bit, so much worse. A bit that's like you, fine. then, a loose bearing and some bodywork damage. <laughs> uh, that's not even what I've got problems with. <laughs> that's not half of it. Well, you could ask about my sanity, but that, that's been gone ages ago. If I did a sanity check, it'd be hell no, no, and definitely not. But anyway, we're going off topic again, so... Yeah, go on, carry on. I've finished, sorry, I've finished. 
Roger, right. Uh, no, Matt. All right. Go on, Winter. You can go next. Oh. Oh, no. Uh, do you want to go? I can go first if you want. On you go. Uh, Doctor Fire up volunteer, so yeah, he can go. Okay. Okay. Sure. Uh, uh, <laughs> on you go. Oh, God, he's going. On you go. Yeah, I was thinking. Just go. go. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, yeah, bit of Dying Light 2, been point about that, bit of Valheim, uh, bit of Dark Souls, sadly not been able to uh, do any co-op with Starbuck, because like I predicted, the uh, the server's going to be down until after Elden Ring's out, which is what I expected completely, so that's going to, you know, we're not going to be able to do that for a, a wee while. Um, what's the point about... What did exactly uh, happen with that? Uh, so it was um, I don't know what it was like hackers had found an exploit to run what was that a remote control something essentially that they could use the Dark Souls servers uh, all the servers are from software to uh, remote control your PC pretty bad pretty bad so it makes total sense why from software just like this I'm very very close to the recent Elden Ring which is on the 25th of February uh, as soon as he came up, I was like, they're going to be off for until after that comes out. I just, I know it. Um, so they just were like, right, shut down the servers, we'll fix this problem. And then they came up with their, uh, their press release saying, yeah, they're going to be offline until after Elden Ring, which is completely understandable because given the nature of the problem or the exploit or whatever it is, um, so I can't really, I can't argue with them too much. Uh, on the bright side, if you want to play Dark Souls uh, or Dark Souls 2 or 3, uh, go nuts and keep yourself alive throughout the entire game because you're never going to get invaded. So there's that silver lining. Uh, <laughs> definitely going to use that. Can you not disable that option or is it no. just... No. No. Oh. no. I mean, well, yeah, you can. You can play offline. You can yeah. just play offline. Uh, right. Yeah, you can just play offline. But if you, I mean, if you're... The problem is if you want to actually co-op with someone but you don't want to get invaded well tough shit you can't <laughs> you just got to go with it uh, though I imagine you probably get a lot more PvP opportunities in 3 rather than 1 uh, and, and then again if you're playing 2 I think that's still kind of popular PvP wise uh, I don't know how we got into talking well I'll shut up about uh, Dark Souls now <laughs> I was playing a bit, a bit of a Anybody played Spooky's House? Oh, I better get this right. Spooky's Jump Scare Mansion HD renovation. No. You know, never played that? It's a no. great wee game. It's super cheap. Uh, it's really cute. Uh, you are a person that just goes to... You heard this legendary mansion on top of the hill. It's haunted. You go into it and you're uh, greeted by your host, Spooky, who is a ghost of a little girl, tells you, make it through a thousand rooms you can get out. And that's essentially it. It's a it's a nice jump scary kind of game. They've got uh, a couple of DLCs. One of the most fun throughs actually pretty pretty terrifying was um oh what was it called? It's like uh, kind of Mary Hospital or something like that. Uh, that was pretty um yeah that was, that was pretty that was pretty freaky. But I remember going into one room. Uh, it was like a essentially just like a, a patient's room. And uh, the the bed is in the middle of the room, and it's if you can imagine those beds, those old fashioned beds with the curtains, 
Like, because you can draw the curtains on them. It's just like, imagine instead of curtains, there's just like streams of blood uh, going from the uh, the bottom, the, the the floor to the ceiling, and you just hear this awful screaming. I was just like, no, nope, I'm, I'm okay, I'm out of here. There's like no reason to go into the room. <laughs> I was just, I went in there, heard it, I was just like, yeah, it's, it's one of those things that you, it like really gets to sort of like <laughs> a bit in your brain that you just you're like no I can't I can't deal with this and I need to get out uh, that was fun I still haven't finished though so uh, might, might play a little bit might play a little bit of that Valheim as well getting back into playing that instead of going yeah instead of going to um, that, uh, so I missed that uh, board games night I wasn't feeling too well woke up with a headache and nausea so I was like oh I'll play Valheim yeah I'm fucking playing it all day <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty addictive game um, it's kind of it's really popular now at the moment I think uh, it's pretty uh, pretty hard at first uh, you, you know it's your kind of survival game based in uh, Norse Legends of Valhalla uh, it's pretty good but, um, you may be interested in knowing that I've played Dying Light 2 and that too, what's yeah. it like? Go on. So I, I remember folk were saying that they they've heard mixed things about it. Uh, they're definitely correct. It has good and bad points, but I think overall it's been an improvement over one. Uh, so I had I had in my head what I wanted to talk about was the day night cycle of um of one. Do you remember like, who's who here played Dying Light Dying Light One? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I still need to finish it. So right. yeah, many, so do I. How, how many times did you reckon you went out at night because you you had to or you wanted to? Oh God, I don't know. I didn't go out at night as much. Put it that way because I I thought I'm just going to die easily. Yeah, so that's that's exactly what I was like too. Like there was there was literally no reason for you to go out at night. If you just get, if you're just unlucky that you got caught out, like in the middle of the night, then you're in for a chase with volatiles that you can't kill. Or I don't know. I never killed one, but I imagine maybe they can be killed. But I don't remember killing anyone. Uh, the incentive the developers had for you for going out at night and the first one was you get bonus experience like okay that's fine but you know there's no in- there's no real incentive to why players should voluntarily go out at night they just go well I could just get the XP during the day so they address that in two so how um, how the day night cycle works in it is they give it a, they give it a, mo- a lot more usefulness in the second one in the second one, you have uh, you they t- they tied it into the um, to the like, gathering of uh, materials. Like you need, you really need to scavenge a lot because you just don't get that's. I mean that's what you did in the first one, but you what you get during the day are forsaken stores, which are just street level shops that have been abandoned in this in the city since the collapse. And you have uh, GRE anomalies and GRE, what's that, what's that one called? GRE, like, um, other like converted buildings that the GRE, oh, research labs. So you can't go into these places in, during the day because during the day there's stuff with infected because they don't like sunlight. So the incentive for you to go at night is that you go to these locations and loot them because during the night the infected all come out onto the streets 
So it gives the player an, an enormous amount of. Uh, it gives them first of all, it gives the player some some to do during the night, and it gives them a huge incentive to go out during the night and go. Right, okay. The first one, why should I go at night? No particular reason. Soon, June's in Downlight too. Well, why should I go to June night? Well, you can get lots of lots of good loot through these buildings, and uh, you can only get certain. Uh, items that you need to level up called inhibitors from these buildings you don't get them anywhere else so they did they did put a, an awful lot of thought into you know improving the game in certain uh, certain aspects I think fighting the infected in the first one is a lot more fun because you get the because you get the kick I don't know the physics of the second game don't seem as they don't seem as good uh, they seem a lot more janky like I've I've been I've like hit a hit an infected with a, a melee weapon and it's been not the last hit to kill them and they'll just go flying away. They'll go cartwheeling away. It's really weird. The parkour, on the other hand, I think that's been improved a bit. Uh, the, the level design is more or less the same as it was in Dying Light 1. Uh, a good thing they've introduced is, um, again, because of the focus on scavenging, you get uh, what are called like rooftop groves and they're there you can tell them you can tell ones near you by the uh they've all got these very large yellow leafed trees and uh you go to these places to get two items that you can use to make med kits with and uh and in addition to other things but that's the main reason why you go there so you're encouraged to run about the city and look for these yellow trees and then you know gather gather then the necessary materials to make med kits because you're going to want to make you're going to want med kits. It'll just find them in a more complete. Oh, you do, but they're not actual med kits. They're like uh, military med kits. But yeah, it's been it's been fun. Uh, I'm going to keep going with it. Um, I did I did like Dying Light one, but I think there are good points about the second one and bad points about the second one. Um, it's definitely a thing. I'd, I'd probably just recommend like see if there was a demo for it I'd go try the demo and see what you think because I und- I would totally understand why people probably wouldn't like to it's it's odd but I mean it's more or less more the same of one than yeah maybe you guys will want to play someday and you probably figure out I thought it was okay hmm. fair enough is it on Game Pass at all, or is it um, you have to buy it first? No. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Have you got to buy yeah, it? I don't have. I don't have Game Pass, so. No. Okay, that's fine. Uh, Winsold, did he miss anything? Uh, yes. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Go yeah. on then. Obviously, he missed the uh, Mega Drive Classics collection, which I've been playing this week. Huh. No, you didn't. No, I'm telling a joke. Uh, yes. So, so I didn't play that because that's my Steam list. Let's <laughs> <laughs> check in there. Just like, right, well, I've done, done this week. Steam list. Uh, yeah, so no, what I've been this week is, as I said, the Mega Drive Classic Collection because I bought mm-hmm. it last week. Um, some good games on that. Some are not good. Uh, I got the whole thing for like £6. And since it's a pain in the bum to, you know, actually get ROMs anymore, I was like, ah, oh, you know what, I'll just get it, whatever. Just give these devs who probably don't exist anymore, it's all just Sega, better money. Uh, that was really fun, just playing through Swinney Swinball, that was good fun. I always enjoyed that game. 
uh, played Toy Jam Nero again. That's great. Still good to game. Uh, shocking to me how uh, roguelike it was. I'd forgotten over the years just how much like a roguelike it is. And yeah, it's <laughs> it is pretty much like uh, there's no there's no real combat obviously in the game. But yeah, like try to get all the parts and stuff, and when you die, you have to go back to the start, and the levels are randomly generated. It's pretty roguelike. So I'm enjoying that. Um, yeah, let's try on it. I tried a couple of things. Comic Zone, which I still, I think I've said Comic Zone's a bad game, and yeah, put it again. I, I reaffirm that uh, opinion. I know it's a kind of, it's a kind of legendary game because of how it starts style and everything, and it is dripping in style, but uh, it's not a fun game to play at all. Uh, so apart from that, I played a bit bit more well done with again, and I did play a new game for all of ten minutes. Something they have to stop. Seventeen minutes. Uh, Noita. Oh uh, yes, I've, yeah. I've played Noita. <laughs> yes. Um, so imagine this is where kind of, it plays in my head. Imagine a single player Magica. It's a roguelike in two D. And I only say Magica because Magica's got the amazing ability for you to kill yourself in it. And this game very much is the same way. <laughs> you very much have the possibility to kill yourself. Very easily. It's ever looming as well. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, you, you fire uh, magic missiles and stuff like that, that's fine. And you can fire fireballs, and uh, sometimes the fireballs catch other things in fire. And if you're in the way that thing you catch on fire, well, that's tough luck on you. It's, you decide it's, to, it's if you decide, oh, like, oh, what's this pile of uh, black stuff I'm standing on? Oh, it's coal. I've just fired a fireball. Oh. Yeah. It's not how cool works, but... What do you mean you could? What do you mean you could only play for seventeen minutes? Uh, I think it was a bit of go to work, so I just like, it up, and then I've not went back to it yet. It's, it's a fun game. I'd get back to it. Yeah, I, I will. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> will. It's it looks it looks dumb in the best possible way, and I've been meaning to play it for ages. Uh, in the last uh, day, uh, Chinese New Year sale, I was like, yeah, I'm going to get this. Uh, I also got another game as well, uh, Expedition Vikings. I've not had the chance to play that yet, though, so I will get to that at some point. So, uh, so they just released another game called uh, Expedition Rome. It's apparently really good. So, because the game was like, I keep seven pound for the, uh, the last game, so I went, yeah, sure, I'll pick it out. I like Vikings. I'll try that out. That is the um, picture I posted a couple of days ago. In fact, not I deleted it now. It was uh, the giant cat. The guy he was talking to. Now it's from that, yeah, because <laughs> he's in Egypt. So obviously there's a cat god. The cat god was saying that he could come back to life as a stupid human, but he'd be resurrected as a cat. Uh, so my pal showed me a screenshot. I went, well, obviously you picked the resurrection as a cat option, yeah. He was like, oh, it's a game over. I was like, why? That's the best ending. So I gave you a cat. I do nothing. It's an agent uh, Egypt, so I'm treated like a god. It sounds amazing. Where's the downside? It's like, oh, yeah, but I'm a guy who knows he's a bit of Emperor of Rome. It's like, yes, you're a bit of Emperor of Rome for like a week, and then somebody's going to go, eh, too. <laughs> and I'll be it. Oh, an Emperor, oh, another one, get him. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm Emperor, and nothing bad will ever happen to me. I am me, king. king. Me, Nero. Nero. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm doing uh, this week. Good enough. 
good right. enough. Yeah, sounds good. Right, I'll rattle through mine very quickly. Um, I got a Game Pass recently, but of all the games that have been available, I've only actually played one game on it. Um, something called Unpacking. I be mean to play that. It looks really cute. Hey. It's it very scary there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it depends on what he's unpacking. Yeah. yeah. I just remember watching um, uh, a video on YouTube, somebody else doing it, and it, it just looks so relaxing to play, so simple. I just like, I want to try that. Um, but, you know, well, it wasn't that expensive, but I didn't want to make the leap straight over. But, when I got a game pass and it was free to play, I just thought, you know what, that's, it's a no-brainer, I'm going to play that. And I thoroughly enjoy it. It's Like I say, it's cute, it's simple, It's there's nothing to it really, apart from uh, certain stages in your life, you're unpacking, um, sometimes it's just one room and eventually you get your own place and you start unpacking all the rooms. So it, it, it's charming. Um, I'd recommend anybody to play it. You just want something simple and some simple to and shut off for an hour or two. Uh, but yeah, the past couple of weeks I've actually been playing quite a few new games. Um, I've got I uh, played Forewarned yesterday. That was a uh, different style of phasmophobia. Uh, enjoyed that. Got a few games from the um, Steam sale. So I played Bulletstorm. Oh, uh, your game. A good game, and it was down for it was, it was a no-brainer when it was like forty quid, and it was on sale for four quid. I was just like, yeah, I'm gonna get that. Yeah, there's been plenty of games I bought just for that price. No, I've never played them, but just been like, yeah, three pounds, sure. Yeah, well, I ended up getting like six games for about twenty-three quid. Uh, so yeah. Bulletstorm was one of them. Another game called Just Die Already. So, I've got, I've got that. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not played it yet. It's worth playing. It's a, it's a sa- open sandbox game. Essentially, um, you're playing as, as old, an old person. You get kicked out of the retirement home, and you got to survive. But uh, well, it says survive, but you just go run around, do stupid things, and get your person killed. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> there's all sorts you could do. You can get yourself electrocuted, blown up, run over. It, it's it, yeah, it is what it is. It's, uh, a good laugh. Um, also got 13. Not the remake, the original version. Yeah, don't get the remake. No, don't get the remake. It is bad. Yeah, I watched uh, the I Mamet, even, I watched I the Mamet Muscles uh, video on that. that yeah. Did it feel, oh my goodness. Coin men, basically. It is, and you know, the original was only a couple of quid, so I was just like, well, the rate rate was that bad. And like you said about the video, it was just like, you know, might as well just get that. It's so much better. Uh, XCon Chimera Squad. Um, I'll try that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a, it's a it's a smaller version of XCOM two in more condensed. So it's something different to try out. Uh, Strange Brigade. Oh, I love that. Absolutely love Strange Brigade. Yeah, I, I played the um, the Sniper Elite series and the Zombie Army series. Yeah. So I was just like, well. I wanted to get it, but never made the leap for it until it was on. Is it, it, it's it's a, it, it, I don't know. It reminds me of um, it's like a four, it's a four player game again, isn't it? Yeah, uh, uh, and that and it's just I, I reviewed it for the old site, which we won't talk about, and uh, I just had so much fun actually playing 
playing it. It was hard reviewing it though, in a sense of I need to do it online, but I just don't want to do it with randomers. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, it was a yeah. I love that game. It's really good. Uh, we could do it some stage. Um, it, it does look like a game better with friends. So yeah, uh, definitely. I'll vouch for that one. Yeah. So I've got that to try at some stage. And the other one, um, Portal Two, which self-explanatory really. <laughs> so don't need to explain that. It, you know, again, it was on sale. It was dead cheap. So um, I've got that, which is good. Uh, but the main game I've been playing for the past few days, um, I got it whilst I was out in Glasgow, did a bit of shopping there and got this game dirt cheap at £2.50. I had the other two games for free and never got around to getting the first one. Uh, that's Dead Space. Nice. Mm. So I had the, the first two, I got it for free on the Xbox Live and... I was just like, well, why didn't I get the first one? So I've been keeping an eye out for it. Then I was just out shopping last week and it's just up, you know, £2.50. I've got to get that. And I've been playing that for the past few days and oh, it is so good. I've been fairly enjoying it. It's especially as well when um, the remake is due out, I think later this year, isn't it? Something like that. Is it this year? Mm, I don't know if it's over this year or not. I don't, I don't know if it's this year. We well, might have a date this year, but whether it will come out or not is uh, another question, really. But yeah. Also, a year game, so who knows what state it'll be in. That's assuming they don't get bought out yet. Um... Hmm. <laughs> Let's wait and see. Uh, yeah, apparently it's due out Q4 2022. So. I shall eagerly watch out for that. But anyway, that's enough about me. Let's get back to the main topic, shall we? Which is today we're talking about early access. Speaking uh, of the year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you have never released an early access game in their life. Well, uh, officially. Really? <laughs> I, d- I don't think so. Well, hmm. I said officially, you know, some would say 2042 is in early access. Well, well, don't they sometimes release it? Oh, you can buy it all with uh, what's that EA thing they do? Uh, you could play it like two days early or something like that. But yeah, there's pros and cons to early access. It just annoys me now that it seems to be a get-out clause for these big AAA developers and studios just to go, uh, you know, we're going to get the game out of this date, but don't expect it to be 100% polished. And it, it it was fine when you got, you know, smaller developers working on the games and just want to release a model to the player base then add things over time. But I, it's, like I said, I just don't, I just feel like it's just um, an excuse for some people just to get the game out there and not get it 100% ready because you got it, you know, go back a few, a few generations. You put the game on a disc or a cartridge or whatever, and once it was out there, that was it. And there was no way you were going to fix it. So you had to make sure, well, you had to make sure it was ready, but not everybody did that. So you did get the occasional stinkers that were just bad and broken from the start 
Um, but with the invention of the internet, uh, it allows people to put patches out there to fix games, which is great. But like I said, I <laughs> I think it's now it's just becoming more reliant of not releasing games at its full potential. See, I don't. I really don't get early access to me. I'm because I just. I've always been. I've always had like alpha and beta test bits. You know, got them. To me, that's early access because that's what it is. And then it's the game. So I just. I just do not understand. Oh look, it's on early access. Why? Why is it on early access? What's your problem? You know, if it's as you say, if it's not ready, sort it. If it is ready, then great. Actually, just get it out on general sale. But yeah, in a grand, I just don't get it. The reason it was created, like, is for as most things are, a noble intent, which was to give like smaller development studios a way to earn money while they were making the game. And for that, it's fantastic. You know, you're supposed to you know show your support, and they're like, hey, this is what we've got so far, and great. But uh, yeah, as most things are, people start taking the piss with it straight away. And big developers who really shouldn't be doing it start doing it. Well, there should be something against it, then, shouldn't there? It should be just for all the all the indie, smaller developing uh, companies. Like they, they go, they go. But yeah. other than that, I, just, I don't understand why you get big companies do it. What is the point? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's sell bags. I, uh, I, I, well, I just think it. Are we? The consumer, the gamers, are we partially to blame for all this? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I would oh, agree, God, yeah. yeah. What I was going to say is uh, what you were saying there, uh, uh, Golding, is yeah, the, the big the big boys do it for, and they shouldn't be. <laughs> and so there, there's not really anything, there's no, there's nothing to stop them. Unless you get like a, a situation like Battlefield twenty forty two, in which, yeah, the your whole community just turns around and goes, "This is shit," and they go, "Yeah, this shit," <laughs> and it doesn't sell. So that's the only way. It's essentially the only way to like they they need market results. They'll need to see see what happens when they decide to release a game in such an unfinished and unpolished state, then they get uh, they get immediate fe- well that's the good thing about um about gaming more or less is that you get immediate feedback. Like you it's not like uh it's not like a film where they where you know a studio shoots a film and then they've got to wait till they market it and it's got a budget of like a hundred million or whatever. Uh then they it goes to the cinemas and it takes a it takes in and then they decide whether or not that was a success or not. Uh, it's just like when you, immediately as soon as you release a game, it's somewhat similar to to filming. But when you release a game with uh, digital platforms nowadays, you can just get like someone will buy it day one, and go yeah shit or no it's pretty good. So you immediately get the result. Um, don't understand why by this point. Like you know, <laughs> developers have not maybe not developers, but publishers. I keep using that word interchangeably. Mm-hmm. Publishers haven't quite cottoned on 
that if you keep continue to if a, if you're a company and you care about your reputation, if you continue to release unfinished products, people are just not going to buy them. Some people will buy them, but I mean, I have a theory about stuff like that. Like whenever you see a company like doing something stupid, I said, "Wow, well, what do I think about the future?" And it's like, got to remember. Executive made that decision. Probably not that company anymore. I won't yeah, in two years. Yeah, yeah, they so, were yeah this is just another thing I put in my resume and then I'll move on to somewhere else. And I got my money, so... Oh, that company has failed it. Oh, well, that's a shame. I used to work there. Oh, well, here's another company I can screw over. Well, that would just end up... Uh, the result of that will be that all those companies just go under and uh, you'll see... Uh, you know, all the end of developers will just come in and eat the lunch. So at least, at least that's what I'm hoping, and maybe game will go back to sort of a, uh, you know, development done in a garage, because <laughs> you know, <laughs> didn't it didn't stop them back then. So, and I, I was kind of it's off topic, but um, I I remember listening to a podcast, and I keep it, Mick, I keep coming back to the question of how. How much longer can... Oh, here's how I can bring it back to early access. Why is it that games' budgets are skyrocketing and they're charging so much money for unfinished products? And it's like, how how much longer can you do you think you'll be able to continue this? Like, how... Okay, if... Um, what's going to happen is... Uh, hardware is going to stagnate because nobody's going to be able to get new hardware. So you're going to be developing games that nobody can nobody can run if you're on PC. Like you, nobody will be able to get them, or if you're even if you're going to get one of the new consoles, which you can. So yeah, well, both of those are getting that way yeah, now, into yeah. <laughs> So where's this going to go? Like publishers, what do you think you're good? What do you think is going to happen? Like you you continue to go right? Okay, take Call of Duty for instance, and go um, right. We need one of these every year, uh, and each one has to be better, bigger, and brighter than the last one. Uh, yeah, eventually your 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 budget is going to go out of control and. Like you're just not gonna be you're gonna be selling a product to people that can't buy it, uh, because they're not gonna have the hardware to run it. So Again, you, you know what's this happening. Call this is a problem for a future executive at Activision or whatever. It's not mm. a problem for yeah, the one because well, they're yeah, going anyway. yeah, Fair enough, but they're all going. So yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm it's, predicting a return to well, that is capitalism. You know, you get your money and fuck whatever happens afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> well, apologies for what happened is it will get to the stage where people will stop buying the yearly releases of the um, the single player and the multiplayer version and Call of Duty Warzone will just take over. This is exactly why they've done that though. That's why they've designed the Warzone. It's the one uh, they want to continue return. You don't want to put money into exactly what I'm saying is they don't want to keep spending all this all this money developing games. Yeah. They would just rather go, well we want we want What's that game called? We want Fortnite. That's the game we want. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, they make more money out of the microtransactions than anything else. So it's, yeah, it's it's going to go down that route, unfortunately. And then it's us to the consumers, that, well, the gamers and that, they're going to suffer from it. But we're going off topic, are we, again, slightly? Go back to um, nothing new there. Yeah, <laughs> it's always the same with us, isn't it? So going yeah. back to early access, really. Um, 
do you think it has a place early access? I certainly think it does. Ah, absolutely. Not, I, I not say, for not for big developers and big publishers. It's definitely not a good place there. No. So you wouldn't expect that. Although cars are probably just as bad nowadays, but like <laughs> it really boggles me that you, you wouldn't sell. You you wouldn't like a car manufacturer wouldn't <clears throat> manufacture a car with like three wheels on it, <laughs> and then it's like, oh, you need to buy the engine. Like, oh, fuck off. No, no, no. What happened is it's like, right, you pay for this now. We'll give you the chassis, the wheels, the doors, and the engine. Now you come back in three weeks time. We'll give you the windscreen. Then another four weeks time, we'll give you the stereo. Then eventually, in six months time, once you you'll have a complete car. So I need a drive shaft for this today. So no, that's, that's DLC. You can't have that. Oh yeah. It's just, <laughs> oh, just see, um, this our Bluetooth connection. Oh no, that's day, uh, that's a day one patch. <laughs> day one patch. I think it's, sorry, I think it's fine for, see if you're just like one person your one person or less than 10 uh, person development team and it's like if you really I've seen and I've seen like as uh, as Winslow was saying people taking the piss out of it which is essentially uh, Steam doesn't really do a lot for this but like uh, what happened is an indie developer will start making a game get it barely working and you know if you're if you're savvy if you're even the least bit savvy and you see one of these games you go you're not finishing this and this is a cash grab you're full of shit but you get these um you'll get these developers on like steam greenlit or whatever i think that's probably why greenlit exists but, um, but uh, a lot of these and kickstarter and kickstarter first yeah. took off yeah, we're going to make an MMO. It's going to be amazing. Uh, yeah, so so. How much you charge? We want two hundred thousand dollars for this. That's not going to get you your UI. It's not even going to get you less than one percent of your MMO to take a. Yeah, yeah, but you do see these. You do see these. Um, a big one you'll notice is that the big trend between them is they're usually always a, uh, uh, like survival island games and it, yeah. they, I think that's why I don't really like survival games like, I like Minecraft because Minecraft's a complete game and it's it's a generally a very very good it, to like, be fair though Minecraft is a game that released on early access yeah it did it did and they mm. and it went through an alpha and a beta and then full release and then continues to get supported which is, is incredible because they're, they're constantly developing that game yeah. there's your My, good example watch when they spot that mm-hmm Microsoft want to watch when they oh, yeah, that for yeah. two or three billion something like that <laughs> no you're ruining it now yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean <laughs> uh, yeah Minecraft so like I think Minecraft's probably the one it started with but you just see a lot of these horrendous like awful survival games on Steam and I just avoid all of them like I was worried that Valheim was going to be like that but then if you if you played a, little, a wee bit of Valheim, or the developers of that that game they've they do care. Like you, you can you can tell like the the quality comes through in a game like that. You can tell like the developers actually have a passion for it and they actually know how to make a game uh, and they know how to pace it. But you just see so many of these cut rate like stock asset 
survival island games and it, it's, it really irritates me but you know how to avoid them it's really bad when big developers do it and they go we're just going to release you a quarter of a game and you're going to be happy about it and like no we're not it's like, no you need to be happy about it like no fuck off uh, oh you, you don't want that it's, no like we're not buying it we're not going to play it oh why okay. does that sound familiar <laughs> See, I'm, I'm just on Steam at the moment. I'm looking at the top sellers of uh, early access games, and the top seller is one called Ready or Not. Oh, now, I want to get that. Now, now the thing is, is I've got a massive gripe. If it's early access, why are you charging thirty pound and ninety nine p? There ought to be limits. Yeah, yeah. to me, that is near enough <clears throat> to say that you know that's a sale of a of a, a brand new. Game. You're essentially asking for the for the full game price there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can kiss my ass right on the ring piece because <laughs> you've got Bob Hope No Hope. Would I pay thirty quid for a game that's early access? You know, I mean, when I bought Phasmophobia, I think it was twelve quid. Well, even the yeah, that's it's at eleven quid now, but yeah. Yeah, we okay, I did have a lot of negative comments about early access, but you know, for smaller studios like we've been discussing about indie studio, it's it's perfect for them because it gets the game out, and they may not have a playtest team, so release the game out early, understanding that you know it, it's not it's not quite ready. But here's the game, you play it, you send us your feedback, and we'll work on it and make it better. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. I'm just looking at another one. There's one called here, the Warlord Package. Yeah, forty seven quid. Oh. That's a full game, no? Yeah, exactly. So this is that's just it. That is just it for me. I just sort of look and I think you you're taking the piss, absolutely taking the piss. Do you use your discretion? You can. You know the ones that are probably probably going to go somewhere, and the yeah. ones that are just like if you. If you, for start, if you're gonna charge like over forty dollars, forty dollars or forty pounds for this kind of thing, like you're never gonna sell it. Like you may get a few folk that will buy it, buy into it, but most of the time, um, most of the time you won't. Stiff access is a bit different from. So you probably come back with the argument like, what about Kickstarter and Patreon? It's like, well, Patreon, that's a bit different. Kickstarter is different to like the they have a goal in Kickstarter like I've only bagged one Kickstarter game project and it was Scorn and I still get updates about it and you know it is the gamble of like I I was really interested in seeing this game become a become a reality and it actually looks as if the developers are actually you know saying true to their word and making a game out of it because they do give you they didn't give you regular updates until three months ago, which they decided uh, one of the developers kind of, they released a press update and it was a wee bit scathing and I think they they got a bit of negative feedback and they took it on and went, you know what, we're sorry, we didn't mean for the, we didn't mean for this to sound this way. What we're doing is we're going to hire someone to do... um, what did they call that? Uh, public relations. PR. So uh, yeah, they, they give you like a, a newsletter now. It's pretty good. It's called the, it's like the Pulse or something. But like Kickstarter is different. Kickstarter's got a goal, and then they meet that goal, and then you know the the 
deal is that they're going to have to come up with something or essentially say, sorry, it fell through. So if it falls through, that's okay. But early I'm, access has been abused a wee bit. I'm sorry, but there's some things which is fucking weird. I've just come across one, which is Cuckold Simulator. What? Okay. Don't go into the weird part of Steam. <laughs> okay. That's plenty oh, of yeah. don't. It's, it's only £2.9p. It's only £2.9p. <laughs> See, that's one of them. That's one of them. You're going, right, well, that's your, that, that's your that's your sandbox survival island pish. Because <laughs> I bet you it is. I'm just like, what? No, Why? Well, no, it's not. It's somebody who's obviously thinking, I'm going to build a sex game. Oh no! And there's a few of them on Steam. Come on, it's not, yeah. it's not it's unusual. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Funny yeah. enough, I don't. I don't, I don't go looking for them. <laughs> Is this coming from experience? No, it's coming from every time you log on to Steam, you can see them. On the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't have to go looking for them. Yeah, but nobody knows they're based on things you looked at. So. <laughs> Oh, on tip sales oh. it was short or coming uh, soon yeah, yeah, yes. we've seen it's not online <laughs> games for you we've seen your your recent uh, browsing history and we think these games will be tailored to you <laughs> insert your penis here <laughs> here here's yeah, one the worst here's... one for it is popular or upcoming that's yeah that's, that's the worst one for it oh here, here's one for you here's an early access yeah. game uh, it's bum simulator <laughs> <laughs> now what type what type of bum we're talking about <laughs> you're you're crazy uh you know what kind of from what you described about oh god build your base jesus age so we described to me about um just i already it kind of sounds a bit like that um, you know what look at the trailer kind of looks fun <laughs> kind of looks fun but um yeah it is in, it is in early access uh, it's thirteen ninety nine. That's fine. That's a, that's, that's, a, that's an example of that's about a price. I think is super. Yeah, I'll be honest. Though, the price of the early access game doesn't bother me. I'll be honest. Like if that's what they're going to charge for the full game, like it doesn't bother me. I wouldn't want it to like kind of an early access game. Like oh, here's twelve pound. That's our limit. You can't go above twelve pound. So okay, well, what's twelve pound? I want the content. Do I ever get out of this game? Or okay, here's the twelve pound for early access. Uh, now to get full game, you need another twenty. I, I wouldn't want that. So the game, the price access to me, just to be a better counterpoint, does not bother me. Uh, I think the price needs to factor in um, how much of the game you're getting already with early access or how far it is or how near completion it is. Um, because ready or not, 31 quid, I, I, I still want to get it, but it's still a big leap to make it 31 quid, but... I think there's still quite a lot already available to it, so um, depends. Uh, well, they've got another year in early access, so they've still got more levels to add, game modes and stuff like that. But by the looks of it, it could you know if they left it as it is without early access, it'd still be somewhat decent, well, somewhat competent, decent game. But yeah, that's a question for you. Should there be a limit on the time you can remain in early access? Yes. Absolutely. Oh, God, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So the reason I asked this is because just looking through Steam, I came across Project Zomboid. That's still on yeah. early access. Yes, and that's yeah. been on early access since 2013. Yep. That's it? Wow. Yeah. God, it's not been that long. Mm-hmm. I, bought that, I bought that very eight, early 8th of November 2013. <sighs> I see that. So yeah, should they be forced to come out? Because yeah. they're obviously still developing that game. They're still working on it. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, 
you know, there's still, you know, you get the triple A games, they come out, but they still update them and um, add maps or whatever. So, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know much about that game, but it, if you know, well, would you say it's a complete game right now or not? Yeah, I mean, that game I, I haven't played it before. I've heard from everybody probably. Like it's it's fine. It as a, functions. As a, it's stable. You know, there's nothing. There isn't much more they can add to. It's one of those games. It's more like uh, Minecraft, whereas the developers have just made a game and then the community's got their got got hold of it and then made umpteen amount of mods for it. So it's a very popular game. No, it shouldn't be in early access anymore. There is one game that I did buy very early on and it, you'll, you'll notice the trend, which I was, what I was talking about, is a lot of these are sandbox survival games because they're easy to make. Mm. I, or they're they're easy just to set up very very quickly and get quick cash on, but there was another game. Uh, some of you might know it's um, God. I need seven days to die. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That has been. I it's getting. It must be something of a joke now to that community. Uh, like I've, I have that game. I I did buy it in early access. I bought I bought a few games in early access. I'll admit. Um, that's that's one of them that. It's like I do see updates for it, and I'm like, "How are you still in alpha? That, that, that makes no sense." It's, no, it, no, it's like alpha twenty point two, and I'm like, no, you've actually you can come out of alpha. You've released the game. Like, I'm sure if I just search it, it'll be um, it it'll still month. be in early access. Well, it was a month after Project Zomboid went early access, and yes, it's still in early access. Well. <sighs> It's never changed its price, so it's still eighteen ninety nine. No, well, a game that would have benefited early access rather than doing a full re- release, uh, No Man's Skies. Uh, so I think if that released as early access, but continue, you know, continue doing the support they did, I don't think it would have got as much heat as it did. Yeah, but because it went full release straight away and over promised, backfired, but. Give the give them their due. They continue to work on it, and now, from what I've heard, it's um somewhat good game. It is a good game. I tried yeah. that a couple well, of times. Uh, last time I played it, mm. you talking? You talking? Sorry, you talking about No Man's Sky? Yeah, yeah. I was just uh, saying, <laughs> it would, I think that game would have benefited coming out as early access, then being a full release rather than yes, what it did. That would have that would have done them favors. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that would have probably done them. That would have saved them a lot of uh, a lot of PR flack for that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we've all been there. We've all getting suckered by the by the early access early access fly trap. So, it, it, I mean, it's... I did it with Kickstarter. Like, I got a back to a game that never came out. What game was it? Star Sensen? No. Well, that as well. But at least that is kind of out. Mighty number nine? Uh, no. No. I'd rather that didn't come out. Uh, yeah, but oh, to be fair, it was better than nothing. Do you remember that quote? Do you remember that quote? That's what one of the guys said. Oh, sorry. It was a mistranslation from what they said. It was like a translator basically said that. No. It's like, yeah. This is right over the best, but it's better than nothing. Oh, like, oh, we put like four billion pounds uh, dollars on us. Oh, Jesus! Like it was something. Like, I don't know. It may not have been that much, but it was close. 
it was a lot. That was right at the start of Kickstarter boom. But yeah, it was uh, The Mandate. It was a game I backed. The Mandate? Yeah, it looked really cool. The Mandate. Mm. Yeah, it was like a, a space RPG, basically. Oh. It was going to be like an isometric, an isometric RPG, and it looked really cool. And yeah, just never came out. Just apparently never managed to find a publisher and everything. That was it. But that was fine. Like, I, I paid my money, and that was, you know, the speculation. It's not a free order. When you're doing Kickstarter, it's I hope this game exists. I'm giving yeah. it money to exist. And as long as you as long as you understand that that's the those are the stakes, shall we say, then fair enough. I mean, you you're completely un, I'm sure that Kickstarter give you the the call that uh, like a disclaimer, yeah, like cat cat you know, they, yeah, like if you if you back this, you know, might not come out. So, yeah, I understand. So that's kind of why I want to back it. So okay, as long as you understand that, but early access is kind of early access is so much more vague, and the idea of well, you know, we we may finish this game, we may not, you know, you never know. But um, we can tag early access on it. So if we if we decide no, we can't be arsed anymore, then we can fall back on it. It was early access, so you knew what you were in for. But yeah, that's when the abuses come into it. Yeah. I mean, I've backed a game. Oh God! So I'm, I'm just, I'm going to check exactly when this Kickstarter went up because I think it was, it was like 2015, something like that. Probably about right. Uh, here's the Kickstarter. Do we need some cat filler or? Eh, no. <laughs> you keep talking. Do 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 do. Want some elevator musical? I can always cut it. You know what talking sounds like. Keep doing it. Rabble, rabble, rabble. Well, if we're talking about early access, is there anything people are looking forward to coming out soon? Or, well, you know, I mean, access or... I'll just get three. I really want. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, what, was it? what was the game I bought on early access? Um, it was called... It's called... Uh, oh, where is it? Sorry, John. 2016, the game was... Oh, no, that's not, that wasn't that long ago. Yeah, but I was it like that's coming out this year. It's finally coming out. Well, Baldur's Gate? No, well, Baldur's Gate, no, I think Baldur's Gate's going to be next year. Uh, Arcadian Atlas. Oh, uh, okay. It's a, have you ever played Final Fantasy Tactics? No. Have you not? Oh, no. that's a great game. It's basically that. <laughs> Fair enough. It's fantastic. <laughs> I can't wait for it. I, just you know, looking at looking at my Steam games, quite a few of these are early access. Quite a lot of them is it's a bit disturbing actually. Uh, Guts and Glory, that's an early access game. Um, what? Sea Thieves is an early access. Sorry, Death Trash is the one I was thinking of. Death uh, Trash. Death, Death Trash. Um, if you think about. Fallout, but without the vats. It's you know it's it's weird. It's um it's pixel art. Uh, I don't I, I have I don't understand it at all. I don't understand the the plot of it. I really don't. There's weird like meat squid things that you can talk to and befriend and people you meet and you befriend the role it's, it's fucked up I don't understand it I've only I haven't played I've played it for about three and a half hours 
I don't. I think it's one of those games. I'm like, right. I understand it's an early access. It was cheap. Looks funky. Fuck, I'll go for it. But it's one of those games that you play a little bit and go, yeah. Don't really understand what's happening here. I'll just leave it for a couple of years and see what happens. Well, I've got a couple early access games by this. I want to get ready or not. It's on the top. Um... Here's a game that's been out for ages. Uh, Beam NG dot drive. Yeah, beaming drive. Yeah, yeah that's access game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that was that was out seven years ago. It's just like, come on now, you, you can release that game. But one that was in early access, it's now had a full release. It's only fifteen quid. They had a game called uh, Circuit Superstars. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound familiar. Nothing told me. Circuit Superstars. So it's. It's a racing game. Well, it's a racing game, but it's um, a top-down racer. But uh, it's got realistic simulation physics on it. It it it, it looks quite cute, uh, and you know it's got various different racing series in it, from your um, uh, rally cross, F one style, GT racing cars. But it that was in early access, I think, for about a year maybe. But it looks so it. I need to get it, but it looks really good. You could do pit strategies in it. And it got a full release last year. Um, it, it, you know, if you're into racing, it's worth having a look at. It's something different. Similar to um, Art of Rally, where that was a, a top-down um, simulation game. It's funny enough, it was published by Square Enix. But developer is an indie, indie studio. Did you ever play the F1 management game? Um, no. That sounds like something you might enjoy. Apparently it is really good. Yeah, my father played it for ages. He's not even a big F1 fan. He just really likes management games. Hmm. Well, you don't get really that many... Well, there's plenty of football management games, but motorsport management um, yes. would be quite good. <laughs> I remember there used to be um, a talkie as well. I think that's still going. Uh, because that was made by the same people who made uh, football manager games. <laughs> I don't know if I still going. I wonder. Let's okay. check. Mm-hmm. You know what talking sounds like. You used to do that. <laughs> it's, it's really unusual how like, management games are insanely popular. Like, they're ridiculously popular. Nah, it's weird. Well, I got, um, was it Two Point Hospital? Uh, where you look, you know, you get given oh. a plot of land you build your hospital and you, you, you could you know you learn how to cure different illnesses and like that it, it needs to be more different styles of management games and motorsport is ideal because you could do so much for that anyway yeah. any other management games about or well would they they'll just fall under strategy games wouldn't they pretty much I think yeah 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 oh I'd love to say Two point hospital. Oh yes, so good. I still, yeah. I think, I think I've actually got that, and I've just never played it. No, you I did. It, it's really good. it's uh, theme hospital, essentially, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love theme hospital. Well, funny enough, it's about to say who's the publisher. I think it's Team Seventeen who basically just publish everything. No, yeah, it's not Sega. Yeah, Sega. Yeah. Oh. I thought that was Team Seventeen as well, but no, it's Sega. I was gonna I was gonna talk about Team Seventeen there for a minute because of uh, oh, their their newest their, their newest Worms game. No, I still don't understand this NFT thing. 
I'll tell you after the podcast, it's too much. I think NFT might be a, a topic for another episode, mate. Yeah, that's probably yeah. a good idea. Um, I, I can sum up my me, thoughts. I don't understand it. So. Like <laughs> yeah, so. I'm the same. Don't get it. It's, it's uh, basically you're buying an image on the internet. Uh, so what, why is it worth that much money? What does that mean? I can't use that image anymore. Or, I know, let's let's it not get it because I will. Sli- I will literally swear from it an hour. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> right. right. There we go. That's that's another topic. That's so. another topic. <laughs> NFTs. So. I like a pet. I'm all. This is making me so fucking mad. So dumb. He's, he's done already. Yeah, uh, yeah checked, team. Uh, they only made East Side Hockey Management. No one made one in 2015. Well, they made a couple before, but I was of the new ones. So I don't know what they're doing anymore. That's annoying. Oh, well. And it was, it was a Worms game that uh, sounds like a good idea on, on paper. It was their newest Worms title, which essentially they, uh, instead of it being turn-based, they want it real-time, and it's like a battle royale. I'm thinking, that, that actually sounds like something you could probably do quite well in, uh, in Worms, but I think that was an early access game, and um, it, it totally flopped. What was it, Worms Rumble or? Yeah, Rumble, that's right. Uh, uh, nobody wants to play it. <laughs> what? So all you hear, all you see is people complaining about how nobody plays it. So it's like an online only game, but then there's no. I think a lot of people are complaining about the fact that there's no private matches and uh, there's no offline mode, I don't think. So I think that people were getting frustrated. It's like the game's dead, so nobody bought it. So it, oh, <laughs> well, you say that it's if you want the deluxe edition, it's it's on sale. <laughs> <laughs> Only for another twenty one hours, but it's a yeah, shame. Yeah. You can, um, it's, I just want to. Oh, you go. I was just going to say it quickly. It's like you can buy the standard version for eleven quid, or you can buy the deluxe edition for four pound twenty four. Yeah, I figured. Yeah. <laughs> it's not on LAX either, so. No, it's not, and <laughs> its reviews are. It, it's, all it's reviews are mostly. It's mostly people complaining, but there's nobody there to play it with them, so, so that's a shame. That's part of the problem, is you, you can have a good game, but you could have people playing it, and what's the point? Yeah. There just wasn't a market for uh, a Worms Battle Royale, which is thinks but, a damn shame. But Worms was. It's, it's a formula that hasn't changed in ages. It's just why did you mess with it? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it makes no sense. Uh, nothing the maid's been better than Armageddon, though. Yeah, um, uh, I love worms, yeah. but they well, just haven't. They have. They've. I think time and time again, they've tried to recapture what they had in Worms Armageddon. Just they just can't seem to get it. And yeah. I don't know what it is. It's really odd. We all played the Hogs of War. We all tried the, you know, the 3D attempts. It doesn't work. Well, Worms did it in 3D, and it it was fine. It was enjoyable, but it's still not the same as the 2D one. The 2D ones were better. Yeah. Easily better. I can't imagine. Easy. It's a... Like, you're talking about the real-time one. Is that just a shooter, basically, with a Worms skin? So it's it's still side on, but it's like a, it's like a cross between a platformer and a bar, battle royale. So I um, remember this now. Yeah, I do, totally get why people don't play it. It's like uh, the first real time worms. It's like, yeah, it, it's it, you know it, 
as a long time Worms fan, it sounds and it looks kind of fun, but I don't know. I think I think they shot themselves in the foot trying to make it entirely online, and then nobody plays it. So, in one fell swoop, it's just done. <laughs> it's two point five D. That's what that's what they call that. Yeah, it's a shame. Stuff it wrong with innovating every now and again, but some things you just if you got it working that well, why mess with it? Yeah. But it's only it's only been out for well, I don't know, it's been out for just over a year. God time flies. It um... came out in December twenty twenty. Slap banging in the middle of the pandemic, so mm. Yep. That should have been good news for them, but oh well, it didn't work either. It might have a revival. We don't know yet. We'll have to just keep an eye on it. It either revive itself and it'll, it'll work, or it'll just die a slow death and disappear. So, well, that's what happened to um, Among Us. Came out and nobody cared, and then all of a sudden people cared. Yeah. So we. Well, anyway, I checked out your idea. We've not played that since August, or at least I haven't. We put how many? Well, we can put. Are we playing that on the uh, stream? I don't know. I think we are. Hmm. I don't know. Nature of schedule again. What's uh, Fall, Gu- Fall Guys yeah. came out with massive popularity and then it died for a bit. Now, I wouldn't say it's at back at what it was when it first came out, but it's at a steady level player base where you'd be able to get into a complete match. So there's nothing wrong with that. But that being said, we've been going on for an hour and 10 minutes. So, God, is it bad that? Jesus. <laughs> I can't believe it. Yeah. Did you find that game went so on Kickstarter or? Oh, yeah, so I was talking about uh, Arc- Arcadian Nexus Atlas. Ah, Arcadian right. Atlas. Yeah, it's 2016. I'm back to Kickstarter. It's coming out this year. Right. Yeah, that's okay. not bad. That's not bad. You just won't free yet. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, I suppose it doesn't end up like um, Cyberpunk or. Any other game like that? Then. Was that an, oh gosh, I think was that an early access? But it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It, I mean, that's the other thing we didn't actually touch. Uh, is just games that come out that are actually an early access. Just yeah, we'll fix it later. It's fine. We've got patches now, so we just fix it later. Don't need to release a full game. But that's part of the problem. You get these big publishers goes right. It's got to come out on this date. It's a, and then you get these studios. You go. It's not ready. We got this and this, but it, it doesn't work properly. No, it's got to come out this date. But it's not ready. You know, I still, I still find it immensely shocking, immensely shocking that one of my favourite games, <laughs> Activision, was a publisher for it. Like I still can't, and they didn't mess with it. It's unbelievable. So I really wonder about Activision sometimes. Well, yeah, in some cases, um, if a big publisher has yeah. faith in it, and they'll just release it and go, well. We've told you it wouldn't work. It's just like, well, yeah, you didn't give it a chance. Yeah. Uh, so we felt like, I think FromSoft are one of the few companies that act visually. I think we're going to shoot. No, you won't. <laughs> no, it's like we'll find somebody else. Oh, okay. Yeah, but then the. Uh, <laughs> you ever heard of the Mel Brooks strategy? No, no. <laughs> Mel Brooks like, strategy. Uh, so Mel Brooks talked about this on like an interview or something like that in the 90s. He said that he would get a lot of stuff from like the heads of studios telling them what to do. So they would uh, head to the studio, walk through uh, the lot of the producers one day, and they went, big tall guy, he's got to go, he's, he's useless, get rid of him. 
Mel Brooks is like, yeah, no bother, boss. He's gone. You'll never see him in a movie. Fact, old guy, of course, being Gene Wilder. Oh. Gene Wilder, the star of The Producers. Wow. And uh, another one, uh, the producer, the head of, I can't remember the company made it, uh, came in, read the script of Blazing Saddles. He's like, yeah, most of this is great, but Mel, this farting scene is disgusting. You can't have that in a major film. <laughs> Mel Brooks is like, fuck, you know what? Totally agree. You don't know what I was thinking of. Yep, it's absolutely gone. Yep, give me that script. Uh, it's gone. You will never see it. Yeah, just <laughs> it's amazing seeing how people tell you to do stuff. See if you don't listen. Like a lot of times, they just don't care. <laughs> and that is the Mel Brooks strategy: is if someone says Peter tells you to do something, just don't bother. Just don't care. Yeah. Just agree with them and continue what we're doing anyway. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. You just deal with a fact <laughs> afterwards. It's fine. Yeah. It's I. It's I. Well, go yeah, time. I got in. No, well. <laughs> it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. Very true. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I don't I don't know if that worked for every people. but yeah, <laughs> like we want the hospital, you know. Okay. You need to hold this artery if we just gonna bleed out. Yeah. Totally holding this artery. <laughs> Maybe in that situation you listen. Uh. <laughs> just, just you know yeah. just use your best judgment, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, okay. I think on that note like, we need to um Start Don't load the car underneath it. it. Yep, definitely won't load this car. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we've done enough for this week's episode. So, in short, big studio, well, big developers. Uh, no, you got no excuse to use early access. Uh, indie studios, yeah, you can still use it, but don't take the piss out of it. We know when you're taking the piss out of it, so don't do it. Stop it. it. Yeah, stop it. <laughs> stop it. It's like your pish. There's an art, and you better stop it. Yep. Stop it. <laughs> I think you take it. I cut off. Yeah. Right, yeah. I ride it, I ride it out. Aww. <laughs> I'm kidding, no one. You can't edit it. This, this is a masterpiece right here. <laughs> you don't you don't t- mess about with shit like this. Anyway. <laughs> you can do the mail bricks, you? Yep, it's going totally. <laughs> yeah, it's go- <laughs> there you go. <laughs> right. On that note... Thank you for joining us. You can find this podcast on Spotify. Uh, we're on, we've got a website, city 17couk We're on YouTube with Jump Cratch and Jump Clips. We're also on Twitch with Jump, Jump Cratch YT. Uh, some of us are also on Twitch as well. So, Dr. Zombie, what's your Twitch? Uh, Dr. Zombie with a Y instead of an A. Yes, because some dick has stolen it. So, yeah, he's a nice guy. Don't don't hate him. We're just it's a bit of fun. Uh, Golding, what's yours? Uh, Golding five one three. I'm on it as well with Stinger underscore RVG underscore V twenty five and Winsol. Yeah, it's Winsol with a win. There we go. So, thank you for joining us on another exciting episode of Butter Bash Bunch. And we'll join you again sometime in the future. Say bye, people. Bye, Bye, people. Bye. Bye.